This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Ho, ho, ha, ha! Remember me, old chum? Jolly Welcome to the Two-Headed Nerd Comic Book Podcast. First Facebook talk show. First Facebook first talk show. Farting. Too much coffee. Sorry. We call it THN Cover to Cover. We're doing this for Saturday, June 16th. It is the day before Daddy's Day. We already got a call coming in. Oh, man. I love it when oh, they wait. come right now. They jumped out. I don't know what the deal is. Come so fast. Here's how it works. Every Saturday from 1130 to 1230, you nerds. Call us live at 402-819-4894 or click our Facebook call now button. If you want to get into the action, someone is calling right now. We're going to act like you're not here yet. Okay, BS3, you just be quiet for a minute. Okay. Oh. Hey, okay. BS3 is a dad. Happy Father's Day, Happy BS3. Happy Father's Day. Shh. Or you can click our Facebook call now button if you're watching this live. You can always watch us live on Facebook so you can respond to callers. For, I don't know, I'll just pick one out of a hat. BS3, for example. He's got a bunch of weird takes. Maybe you want to call and yell at him. You can listen to him live and then make fun of him right after he gets off the phone. If you can't call him live, feel free to leave us a message or send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. Before we get started here, Joe Patrick. I don't even have time for introductions. We're rolling right into it. Joe Patrick. Can you please reset the question of the week? I will. This week's question comes from our very own Wooly Toots. Inspired by the cover to Alpha Flight 12, and one shall surely die. What are your favorite comic book cover blurbs? (laughs) This is going to be too much fun. I love it. I'm super pumped for this. The phone lines are open. Oh, caller, you are on the air with TH on cover to cover. Who dis? I got everything set up. This is Daddy. <laughs> no, this is BS3. How's it going, man? Gross. You're a pug daddy, right, Matt? Yeah, I'm a pug daddy. That does not count. Trust me. <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Hey, uh, uh, I, I didn't know if Toots had any uh, Conan blurbs that he was uh, excited to talk about, but I was going through Conan covers. Uh, this, There's no this blurbs. Week. And uh, I think there's really something about the way that uh, uh, comic covers used to work for the blurb because it would just... Announce the villain, right? And action, you you go. That's all. So the, 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 yeah, the there's blurb no blurbs. set up is there's a lot no more ominous now, where, where we think about the big thing and uh, the the epic event. But uh, Jonah Hex is an interesting case because Jonah Hex didn't typically have any words on the cover. It was just dire peril and no words. But, right. Uh, but my choice was was from something I, I misremembered. There's an uh, issue of Batgirl. And the title was Nobody Dies Tonight. So it, it took the someone's about to die oh, thing and flipped wow. it on its head. That issue was and so that's, good. That's a very cool blurb too, right? Nobody dies tonight. <laughs> that girl's yeah, going yeah. like, to make sure. Oh, nobody's going to die in this issue. Okay. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, so interesting, interesting uh, premise for uh, uh, how, how it would take that blurb. Um, but anyways, anyways, that's, that's my cover spiel, but I want to make sure I took the opportunity to drag you guys oh boy. for last week. Oh, boy. Oh Rhino wow. has a flap. He has a flap so he can go to the bathroom. He, has he a does? Flap? <laughs> like an yeah, old, tiny, like, prospector handbook. pajamas flap <laughs> that he, like, unfolds? On the unfolds front, on the front or the back? Or what's going on? 
It's on. It's it's only on the back. So really, so he's got he's got to push yeah. it back. He's got to push it Maybe back to go with. He's got a catheter or something. He's got no. He's got like prospector pants on. Yeah, with yeah. Like the right. buttons for I, the butt. The union suit. That's <laughs> yeah. Called. A union I've, suit. I've, got, I've yeah. got two union suits. <laughs> of course you do. Dude, I, I love them. You steampunk. Fucking yeah, it's uh, it's, it's kind of gross wintertime. when you think about that <laughs> because it means that he does have working organs and stuff in there, and only the the back stuff is. Uh, able to air out and get released. Yeah. Yeah. A weird costume history though. Cause it used to be like this, this baggy sack. Yeah. Uh, um, and, <laughs> and then he had like the football shoulder pads for a while. Right. And I have no idea what he really looks like now. There was an I, issue of Mark Wade's Kazar where like he'd been depowered and like he was this skinny little dude sit and the suit was just sitting around him. And he was like, <laughs> oh, no and he wanted to get back into the suit. I can't remember who it was that I think it was, Kazar's brother that did something and put him back in it. Thomas, is that his name? <laughs> no, his brother no. had a ridiculous name. Kazar's bu- brother's name Parnival. Parnival. Parnival, yeah. Parnival, yeah. yeah. He was all, he kind of had a <laughs> craven look about him with a mustache. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hair, yeah. Parnival was a Parnival. really bad dude. He's a real dick. Yeah, Parnival was an asshole. <laughs> man, oh man. I, I have a stack of uh, Kazar comics in, in Spanish, and so I, I don't really follow the, the story too well. <laughs> but you don't need one, to. One day, you don't need one to. day I, I think will you get read the them gist in English. It. it will happen. Nah, it will I happen. think you get the gist of it from the Spanish version. I wouldn't worry about it. Yeah, dude. BS3, it's always good to hear from you. Happy Papa's Day. Happy Papa Day. Papa. Hey, thanks, Phyllis. And uh, enjoy NXT TakeOver tonight if you watch. It's going to be great. So excited. It's going to be awesome. That is one thing. We can discuss (laughs) that, too, if you guys want to get into that. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Bye. We are also talking comic book dads today for Father's Day. Oh, God. Good dads. Bad dads. I want to hear from you. Your favorite comic book dads. We've got another call coming in, though. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? JD got a catch. JD, JD. what is happening, my brother? How are you today on this father on this uh, pre Father's Day? Pre Father's Day, good, good. Are you uh, a papa? Are you a father? Uh, I'm a dog father. Okay, I'm a dog father too. Yeah, yeah. Like Snoop. Yep. Yeah, yeah. We're dog <laughs> yeah, fathers. Exactly like Snoop. <laughs> like Snoop. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my baby boy is a uh, is a three year old boxer lab mix. Oh, that's wonderful a good puppy dog! Wonderful. What do you want to rap about today, buddy? Uh, well, uh, strangely enough for me, I want to talk about a new comic that came out Wednesday. I didn't know you could do that, but yeah, let's get into it. Well, it's not Marvel. So oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I <laughs> uh, anybody else read the Magic Order? By Mark Millar and I Olivier Coyle. I haven't read it yet. Yes, I'm, I did. I'm going to read it this weekend. Joe Patrick did. Oh man, that thing's got its hooks in me so much. I mean, geez, I, he ran an algorithm to figure out what kind of book to write for Jeff. Is <laughs> that uh, right? With this one. Well, this is going to be oh, his yeah. Netflix debut too. It's the first show we're getting from Netflix, right? Yes. Yes. Oh. Well, it's the first comic we're getting from Netflix. Yeah. Right. From the Miller. Is it called Miller world? Is that what they're doing? The Netflix yeah, Miller World? Probably. Why wouldn't they? It's got to be. Gonna, if they want to keep it tied in with this whole you. And he's a cocky bastard that's got to have his name on everything. So, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited yeah, for it. Joe yeah. Patrick, what did you think? I thought it was pretty good. Um, though I was a little bit confused as to who was actually in the magic order and who was not. <laughs> um, yeah, they're... Be- uh, they're- so there's a, there's that group of bad guys. I don't think that they're the magic order. I think that the no, 
Well, and I think that the people that are being assassinated point, are the magic at, order. At the funeral, they specified that one of them was kicked out. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, it's beautifully uh, but, drawn. Uh, uh, Olivier oh, Coipel, I can't even handle that dude. He's yeah. so good. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's stupid talented. Uh, and, and not just the pretty, but there's some really interesting design work with the magic that they're doing there. That that changing spell at the end, I could just look at that for hours. Oh, yeah, where the whole like reality alters around them. Yeah, yeah it, it, was, it, it was kind really of really fantastic. It's kind of inceptiony. Yes, in the kind way of it, it, it's kind of uh, depicted. So it's really pretty cool. I'm going to read that as soon as we are done here today. Yeah, definitely. I, I can't I'm, go I'm into why tried. I haven't read it yet because something happens gonna, on the main show yeah. and you'll find out why. But oh, I haven't read no. it. Yet. Yeah, something happens. <laughs> yeah, on baby. The main show. <laughs> yeah. JD, let me ask you. It is uh, the day before Father's Day. Do you have a favorite? comic book dad doesn't have to be a good dad could be a bad dad um there's a bunch (laughs) (laughs) okay so that's a no all right i was over yeah i really don't but uh there was one other thing i want to talk about real quick uh i want to talk about okamacon okay Mm -hmm. coming up yeah okamacon yeah, it's coming up here shortly, and I know I know someone posted on the Facebook group uh, the idea of doing a THN meetup. Oh, absolutely! After oh, the show. Absolutely, that we're going to do that. Me and the uh, and the the the, sh- the fact that the show actually is in Council Bluffs, and I'm a CB listener. Uh, I figured I would go ahead and put it out there that if uh, you know if anybody wants to go, if they just let me know how many, I can probably set something up with with a local watering hole if someone wants to come somewhere for adult beverages or, you know, we can talk on the, on the Facebooks about it, but I'm into you know, it. I can probably get reservations or something. We're absolutely going to have a THN meetup. And I th- believe we are going to be there on Saturday to do our little, okay. our little thing. So it might be that Saturday night. That would be a ton of fun. Let's get on that. Let's plan this. We want to hear from you. THN meetup, party time, shots, ridiculous. Damn, it's going to be excellent. <laughs> we'll be the first one ever, right? Yeah. Uh, well, no, besides like no. your uh, We did one at like parties. Leavenworth Bar a few years okay. back, a okay. couple years back, and that was fun as hell. But yes, what? we're totally into it. Awesome. All right, What do you buddy. mean we did a THN meetup at the Leavenworth Bar? We did. You didn't come. Was that yeah. the one? When was uh, this? Uh, John. Yeah, Latrell was there. Yeah. Bunger was yeah. there. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, Wisdom was there. Yeah, a bunch of people showed up. This is the last. Oh, yeah, because uh, Cullen Bunn and stuff, they were, yeah. up at, they were up at Legend. Yeah, because they came to that party at Legend yeah, afterwards, that, and then yeah, they came down and yeah, drank with us. Yeah. It was fun as hell. Dee Dee Bobby. So it was a one-headed nerd meetup. It was a one-headed nerd meetup, yeah. The Quado well, was there, dude. Was there. I'm the Quado. Yeah, Toots was there. We had a, My Quado was there, too. <laughs> JD, it is always good to hear from you, brother. We will talk to you very soon. All right, thanks, guys. All right, buddy. Later, Catch. Thanks, Jeff. While we're waiting for a call, let's talk comic dads. Oh, uh, real quick, uh, JD got a catch. No time for that. He came sir. back from Mexico and wrote five posts of Tales from the Marvel League. Yeah. Thank you for two. calling THN cover to cover caller who dis. Hey, Resident Aquaman super fan, Patrick. Hey. Resident Aquaman super fan. How are you today, Patrick? I Cavanaugh? have your 250, sir. Doing all right. Oh, you call I got me. your book, man. It sits in the back seat of my car. Just I so didn't forget. Two dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> yep. What do you want? What do you want to rap it's about, deep. Patrick? Uh, so first, uh, toots. Tonight's game better be on point with you slacking. 
hanging around, come on, hanging, hanging around the ziggurat and on, just bro. shooting shit. <laughs> got this. We got this. Okay, let's talk about it. It's free. Ro- it's free role playing game day. So yes, we're it is. Role playing game. Free RPG day. What, baby. what is the game? Look at this. I got, I got. A, I got the. I got the exclusive die right here. The oh, D six. It says the twelfth annual. Uh, it's got the date on it. That is dope. Yeah, man. So tell, tell them about what you're playing tonight. Uh, okay, so uh, we're playing Out of the Abyss. Uh, well, you know, this is a long campaign. Shit, when did we start this campaign, dude? We've been playing this campaign like, since it was fourth edition. Are you playing this? Is this? Are you live this is at the, the table? This is the Kinky Wizards game. Okay, it has now morphed into the uh, Barons Four. Okay, and. Um, so yeah, we're playing uh, Out of the Abyss, which is um, a module that came out from Wizards of the Coast, maybe what a couple years old now, and uh, yeah. And so the game got split into two tables. Actually, there's the physical table that is the Barons, and then they hire they they conscripted some dudes to go do some jobs for them. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we're and too so, busy for that yeah, shit. They are, yeah. <laughs> And so uh, Rod, Rod's not into the heavy lifting. Rod's not into heavy lifting. Hey, I get so that. I started a virtual table on roll twenty, and uh, so those dudes, uh, those dudes are on a mission that we're going to be playing tonight. We're going to be playing the secondary dudes. We're going to be playing the brethren tonight on roll twenty. That's nuts. And yeah, uh, yeah so no man, look, dude, that's all done, Patrick. Man, that's all done. It's all, all just right, sitting cool. on my computer. No, I'm not worried. Go, bro. There you go. I'm not worried. There you go. I can't believe you would doubt him. I mean, seriously. <laughs> I, hey, I mean, I just had to give him shit. This is the toots we're talking. I love it. About. I love yeah. it. I love it. I, I deserve yeah. it. I deserve it. So, Patrick, it is the day before Father's Day, and we're talking about comic book dads. Do you have a favorite? Uh, well, first, I, I, I wanted to address the the question of the week. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I love it. Yeah, do it. Um, I had to call in early uh, because I'm taking I'm taking the ho- the low hanging fruit on this one. Okay. Uh, uh, with X Men 139. Okay. Uh, Hope you survive the experience. Oh yeah, uh, it is because I think it is one of the most iconic and referenced cover blurbs ever, uh, and I think it's so much more impactful given the the circumstances. So first of all, uh, Shadowcat Kitty Pride is my second favorite X person, I suppose I should say, um, but the fact that she is so young at this point. And, you know, the original X-Men, they started as teenagers, but at this point, they've, they've grown up a little bit. They realize how dangerous it is. At this point in the run, things are getting even more dangerous. They're starting to venture like in space and aliens, like it's way more dangerous than it was. And they're still, hey, young, you know, 14, 15 year old girl, whatever, come join this <laughs> team or you'll probably be murdered. And they are like straight up about it. Like, hope you survive this. Yeah, pretty like, much. That is. That is irresponsible. <laughs> I think she was uh, only 13 uh, continuity-wise. Was she Sprite back then? Um, she's cycled through several code names. She was Sprite. She was Ariel. Yeah, I think she was yeah. Sprite that I, first time. She wasn't Kitty. and She wasn't Shadowcat yet. She was Sprite. Right. Yeah, I don't think she was yeah. Shadowcat until yeah. Excalibor, maybe. But, but she's, she's, like, I mean, she's all the same. She looks <laughs> super terrified on the cover, and like her hands are like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just no, no, smile, she looks super like, happy on the cover. Uh, happy to be here. Yeah, like, just sort of like, yeah, we'll see what happens. That is an excellent yeah. one. It is. So, super iconic, uh, always referenced as, as a backup. Um, and also, it's pretty low-hanging fruit, but it's just, it's so powerful. Uh, is um, FF fifty one this man this monster that one's oh, mine yeah that one was mine uh, yeah that one's too yeah. good see I went past yeah. all the obvious ones and I was like oh <sighs> shit there's one that I and I couldn't remember it and I dug through my collection and found it and was like fuck yeah that's mine <laughs> see like the, the, I had a I had a little bit of a conflict with it because like the blurb is different than the hype 
right bubble. Like there's a hype bubble that like is my favorite hype bubble of all time, but mm. that doesn't count. Right. Right. So yeah. it had to be this man of this monster or, uh, there's, there's, there's one I'll get into later. Okay. But uh, otherwise, yeah, we'll get into it. Yeah. We don't give that shit uh, away. Cool. We'll make Hope you survive the experience is my answer since I won't be here to give it a so bang two two down. Okay. <laughs> hey, you wrap this up quick. Um, and then as for dads, uh, I would probably have to go with uncle Ben. Okay. I'll take it. Not his real dad, again, but definitely Spider-Man's dad. The reason Spider-Man's Spider-Man, right. you know? Yeah. And then again, that's, that's, that's a pretty easy answer. Uh, but yeah. he was so important to the development of Peter Parker and the creation of Spider-Man. Oh like, yeah. It's it's his love for him and the fact that he failed him that that made him who he is. Yeah. So his even though he's never really present, uh, his presence is there and very powerful. Fair enough. That's a great answer. Thank you, Patrick. Yeah. Hey, no problem, dudes. Always good to hear from you, brother. Yeah, man. Yep. You too. Toots, see you tonight at the table. We will see you, buddy. Oh, Have shit. Have fun tonight. Happy free role-playing right. game day. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> later, dudes. Yo, later. That's a good one. Uncle Ben. That is a good one. Uh, If I got to pick my favorite comic book dad, though, and he's certainly not a good dad. Odin. That's a good one. I love Odin because the guy is such a curmudgeonly old prick. (laughs) I love him. (laughs) Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? Good morning, gents. David Robbins calling. David Robbins. You're a regular fixture, and for some reason, we have no nickname for you. You're just David Robbins. I'm fine with that. What if, Nicknames what if, have to be acquired organically. Okay, okay. What if we do Rockin' David Robbins? Rockin I'd be David fine with that. Like Rockin' Robbins, right? <laughs> rockin' Robbins. I'd be fine with that. Tweedledeedledee. Tweedledeedledee. So every time he calls, you got to do the tweedledeedledee. Totally. Rockin' David Robbins. What do you want to rap about today, brother? Although you do sound like a job and wrestler that gets his ass kicked by somebody. You know, you know, like uh, first, first off, I want to answer the question of the week and do the uh, favorite comic dad. Um, so question of the week. Um, remember when DC had a month where they put out nothing but close up headshots for their cover photos? Yeah. Their cover yes, art. Yes. Yeah. My, my favorite was the month later when the next issue of Deadpool just had a giant uh, picture of Deadpool. that said, Hey, look, it's my head. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that too. <laughs> It's a good one. I like that. Very good. It was silly and goofy, and it was just a mocking, mocking DC, but it made me laugh, and we all know that the cover has absolutely nothing to do with what's in the book anyway. Right, right. Nine times out of ten. So, uh, yeah. Uh, favorite uh, comic dads? Mine is a little bit of a cheat also because it originated not in comics but on TV. I'm going to go with uh, Giles. Oh, Giles from Buffy. Yeah, good one. Buffy's Giles. father figure, Giles. Mm-hmm. I very much yeah. like that. Yeah, father figures are good. So, yeah, Giles. Yeah, is I mean, it's a little bit of a cop out. Like I said, didn't originate in the media, in the the comic media, but you know, no, she's as close as a, as a he's as close as a dad as she had yeah. in the entirety of that story uh, because her own dad was a piece of garbage. Totally counts. It counts, man. So, I'm heavy into it. That's a great answer, David. Always good to talk to yeah. you. Always good to talk. To well, you. um. So I, I do have something else I want to bring up. Let's get um, into it. And I, I hate to be the guy that keeps bringing up serious things in the lighthearted nature that is cover to cover. Sure. Um, you guys have read the uh, Chloe Dykstra thing from yesterday? I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go into guilt or innocence on that. It's not my place to right. make that decision. Right. 
What I want to talk about is the vitriol and judgment and crucifixion of people in social media yes. without any confirmation of anything. I totally agree. Um, and it goes both ways. Uh, it, it, yeah. It's directed and it, it, both it, ways. It's not just, like, I've been following the story since yesterday morning, and I'm seeing, like, the, the normal, um, you know, I believe her, I believe her, but I'm seeing also, uh, I've always known he's a piece of shit. Right. Um, he, you know, all this. Uh, AMC should fire him immediately. Yeah. Uh, NBC should fire him immediately. And again, not my call to judge on that, but where is it? Where did those people get off? You know, essentially his career is over regardless if this is true or not. Yeah. His career is absolutely over. He's a television host. Well, and she is also, she's also going to be attacked by male trolls and nerdlings for the rest of her life as well. And absolutely. And it it almost, I'm not even going to touch the subject of what it is because right now it is still, he said, she said, and we don't know shit. We don't know anything about the situation, you know, And, and, and all for anyone to rush to judgment either way. Either way yeah. is incorrect and bad and not what we should be focusing on. You know what I not mean? Not at all. It, it's, know. it's just, um, I, I'm, I'm looking at people are now attacking like Will Wheaton and Felicia day right. oh, and geez. all these people that are, are super close to him over the years. Will was his roommate known him for 30 years. Right. And like he put out a tweet yesterday that he was, he's shocked and is not going to make a public statement yet until he can kind of sort through his, his feelings on the matter and presumably talk to Chris right. and figure out what's going on with this. And people started just essentially digitally lynching him yeah, immediately. People piled on Will Wheaton. People are accusing because he wouldn't about nail... being the person that she mentions in the article. Right. Man, the nerds are fighting the nerds. It's ridiculous. Yeah, because like Will Wheaton it, essentially came out and said, hey, I don't have the facts and I don't want to talk about it yet. And the yeah. one side was like, how dare you not, you know, nail her to the cross and how dare you not murder Chris Hardwick or whatever. I mean, like, come on, settle the fuck down. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, this is two people arguing and we don't know Absolutely. what is really there or not. You, you no, know I, I mean, mean? We're, we're, we're 36 hours removed from this thing going up. Right. And like, I, I, I am only, the only thing I can think of is I'm really happy that this was not a week earlier when he still had one live episode of talking dead left yeah, no for, the, shit. for the mid season. No shit. Because I don't, I don't know how you put him live on television. Uh, Tell yeah. me he's, about he's, it. He's radioactive right now. He's got a, his, his mid season show talking is coming back on Sunday, allegedly on AMC. He's interviewing Donald Glover. Yeah. Look at the position that AMC is in. You put him on primetime for an hour or you don't air an interview with Donald Glover. Right. What is, what is the right decision there? Yeah, I know. Get a different like, host. Honestly, like at this minute, point, they don't, they don't have a choice. Whether the dude is guilty or not guilty, it doesn't matter. You know, they, I know. It's, it's too hot. It's too ugly right now. And I'm just saying, hey, everybody, just slow the fuck down. Okay? Let's just see what happens. And let's also keep in mind, no, no one was murdered here. You know, or nothing like that. You know, and on his right. side, he's not coming to her and saying, you know, go get her and... Let's just settle the fuck down and see how this plays out. Yeah. We got another I, call coming in of, here, Dave. I've been a fan of his for 20 years. And if this is true, I will, you know, I will sadly drop him from, you know, my interest and in my, my, you know, nerd sphere faster than anyone sure, else. But sure. it's just, 
How, how, how does this happen within 36 hours? He goes from being, you know, hosting at San Diego and all this to being essentially radioactive. Right. And the other side of this is the sadly, there's no way to know. There is no way to know no. like who was right and who was wrong and what happened and what didn't happen. We don't know. It's not like we have a dead body. You know all right. I mean? Listen, yeah. it's that simple. I have, I have been quiet through this whole conversation and David, I res- I respect your, your right to have an opinion, but I have to say that I violently disagree with this take. Because we exist in a society where women are systematically harassed, oppressed, treated like garbage. Sorry, caller, you're going to have to wait. And I understand that the instinct is to defend the person that you have been a fan of. I get it. I get it. I get it. But women have been silenced for decades on issues like this. And to downplay it and say, well, nobody got hit or murdered. He didn't punch her. I'm not saying that. that Matt, be quiet, please. I'm not saying that, though. None of that is important. That's not what What is important is that victims are now emboldened to come forward with stories of years, literal years of abuse. Whether or not we have all the facts, I understand that. Do I agree that it's okay for people to then start harassing other people? No. Of course I do not. No, of course. But women for the first time in history feel powerful enough to come forward and say, look, this happened to me and it was very, very bad. And it had a very permanent effect on my mental health, my physical and emotional well-being. And it is desperately, vitally important to at least give these women the benefit of the doubt. Absolutely. I I understand that we people like Chris Hardwick. I like Chris Hardwick, too. Um, And I would like nothing more for these things to come out as being less than they are reported. But for somebody to have the courage to come forward and say, I was emotionally abused, maybe not physically abused, though her take is borderline physical abuse. Right. It's it's braver than anything anyone can do to put themselves in the public eye, to put themselves up for public scrutiny. And now for the rest of her life, people will be saying, well, what did she do to deserve it? What did she do to egg it on? Why didn't she leave him? Why didn't she call somebody? Yes, but I think it's not as easy as all of that. I agree. And I think what we are all agreeing on is before anyone is barbecued, let's slow the fuck down. Okay. Before we say, you're right, you're right, you're wrong, you're wrong, on either side, settle the fuck down. Right yeah, now. okay, but that's fine, but also it's not the time to come out and say, you know what, but what if he's, what if it wasn't as bad as she said? What if she's lying? And I'm not saying that. Keep that shit to yourself. Yes, that Sorry. is what I'm saying. Yeah. Let's not attack anybody. Just slow the that, fuck that's, down. That's what I'm saying too. I'm not. I'm not passing judgment one way or another on this. I, I am a fan. Of, I, I you know I am slash was. I don't know what the what my my verb tense is at the moment. No, I'm a with fan you. of his. I don't know. I, what I was to a do fan of hers. I like. I, I haven't you know kept up with what she's been doing the past couple of years. But I don't. I, I don't know where to come down on this. It's not my, that's not what I'm talking about. I am literally, I am talking about the media reaction of just the trolls uh, that are, are, are lynching him with, with just because he's a guy and lynching her on the other side, because she's lynching her and lynching her just because they're, they're defending him. I I'm not going one way or another right now. I will drop him so fast. 
but I'm not, I don't know where to come down on this. I am talking from a fan of someone's career that like it, 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 she, she was absolutely, absolutely treated horribly. Sure. No doubt. I'm coming, I'm coming down on the position of a fan who feels betrayed as well. Yeah. I, I mean, like, look what happened with Bill Cosby. Nobody wanted to Absolutely. believe that. Nobody want. I was, I, I said to myself, please, please, please don't let this fucking be true. I love this guy. But at some point, if it is, then you, we have to accept it. I'm just saying right now, Absolutely. we don't need to be attacking anyone. Let's figure out how we are going to deal with it on a person by person basis. And that's that. That's it. Absolutely. You know, that's All the right, end of it. We got to wrap this talk up because yeah, people right. are trying to yeah, get through. We got to get back to some, some unserious some, bullshit. There's some not frustration on the chat here going on. Okay. I'm turning the ringer back on. Yeah. Thank you for your Thank call. Thank you, David. I'd appreciate guys, you saying right, that. Thanks, guys. I didn't mean to stir up anything. And, not and, at all. Oh, you did, dude. You shook it up. It's all good. Dudes, I got to get going. I have a wedding to go to. What? Mazel Joe Patrick's getting married today. So I, this is not my favorite comic book dad, but I picked my favorite bad comic book dad, and that is Clue Master, <laughs> father of Stephanie Brown. He is a very bad dad. I will give you that. Uh, I'm out. See you guys later. <laughs> Bye, Joe. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Tell me you want to talk about some mindless bullshit, please. Are you there? Caller. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Are I was watching Facebook feed and got that mixed up. <laughs> Hey, so I know you're trying to put this one to bed. By the way, this is Chase Magnus. Yeah, I recognize your voice, Chase. How are we today? Yeah, uh, not too bad. Trying to just get some work done this morning before I have to head back to Lincoln. Um, but I just wanted to, to point out a couple things because I feel like we're posing this uh, Chloe Dexter thing as a he said, she said. And I think that's purposely ignorant of facts or just like unaware of like everything that's going on. Fair enough. So I wanted to throw out a couple of things there because if it's just, he said, she said, if it's just like somebody sent out a tweet, I, I definitely can't disagree with the idea that, you know, like a company should do like due process, like a, a review. I'm not saying in a court of law, but there should be some review, but that's not sure. actually what we're looking at here because at the end of her article, she said, I don't want to release audio and video, but if he wants to basically take this to court, if you want to go this far, I will do that. That this has all been substantiated. Right. It's also that this wasn't a blog post that she publishes on Medium. And if anybody remembers the Gawker Hulk Hogan incident, Medium knows that they can be destroyed. That that Hogan got 140 million dollars and put down a website overnight. That's absolutely true. Because because they because they smeared him and used unethical tactics. Right. Medium didn't just publish this because they get clicks. They published it because they knew it was true. And so we're looking at a valid media source. We're looking at clear claims of, I have video, I have audio, I can substantiate all of these facts. Yeah. And we're also looking at what is a clear like decision on, on his behalf that if this is untrue, he's in, he would be due tens of millions of damages sure. because, it's like you're, because it's likely to end his career. And none of that's happening. The only thing he's come out and denied is said that it wasn't sexual assault. And that feels like legal leave to say, well, you know, I didn't force her to have sex. She laid there and cried, and I called it a starfish and laughed in her face, but it wasn't sexual assault. Right. So to say this is he said, she said, I think is, is us being like, well, you know, I'm a fan of this guy, and I, I don't want to believe it, but it's not he said, she said. No, like, that's, that's totally fair. Happened. And to be quite honest, I didn't know about the audio or video. or Like, I had not yeah, heard that's, that. Yeah, that's in the Medium article. It's, it's at the very end. It just says, like, 
I, I don't want to post this stuff. It's horrifying, but I, I need to tell this story. Fair enough. Like that's, that's all out there. This is not, he said, she said, it's not a smear tactic. We don't need to wait. Like the, the, the facts of the case are pretty clear if you, if you want to dig into them. And I just wanted to throw all that out there because I, I hate the framing of it as like, you know, it could just be a woman scorned sure. because that's not it. Right. And if it was, why, why do you wait this amount of time to be scorned? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. You know, I mean, you would Especially be scorned. when you're getting your career back on track after right. all these. Shouldn't you be scorned right after the breakup? I mean, isn't that when it's red hot, you know? Yeah. I mean, so yeah, I, I totally agree with you there. Uh, and quite honestly, it, when I said, he said, she said, maybe a poor choice of words. I don't know all the facts because I've been staying away from this. Cause honestly, I, I just, I don't want to get into it right now. I don't, and I don't know how I wrap my head around it right now. Truthfully. I like the guy. If he's a prick, yeah, and, he's a fucking prick. And we need to know that it's that simple. Yeah. And I, I understand that like my, uh, my tone of voice is probably not super happy, but I've also been moderating the comments on comic book for this stuff over the past day. And oh, like, God, I can't imagine. I, 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 oh. I, I take all of you guys completely in good faith, but it's like, this is, this is actually a pretty clear case of abuse. And for folks that have been like at San Diego around the nurse party and stuff like this, there's been a whisper network around this guy for years. Like that's the other thing. This is, yeah. this is, this is not a, this is not a shocker for a lot of people. Yeah. And unfortunately, whenever anything comes out like this about someone that is in Hollywood or a politician, guess what? These people have big egos and they carry themselves like that. And it's not real fucking surprising to hear that you're secretly an asshole behind closed doors too. You know, yeah. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of the times that's how it is. And it's becoming rarer and rarer that our heroes are who they actually say they are. This is life. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah, it sucks. Like, I, I, I honestly, like, I, I would love it if, if none of this was true and Chris Hardwick was a great guy. Yeah. Uh, but I, but there's, there's no reason to believe that. There's every reason to believe Kugoi Dexter at this point. Yeah, unfortunately, that's what it looks like. So... So Chase, yeah, I, I appreciate just wanted to weigh in and like add, add that additional context to the conversation. I appreciate that. I appreciate everything you do for the show. Wink, wink. We're not going to go into everything else, <laughs> but, uh, it's good oh, to hear and, you. Uh, to get it back on track, uh, great comments, dad. Uh, it's gotta be Superman now that he has Jonathan, right? You know what? Superman is a fucking awesome comic book dad. And I will say when yeah. man of steel, the movie came out and they were like, Hey, he's got a kid. I was like, fuck you. That is dumb. No, I don't need it. And then when they said they were doing it in the comics, I was like, fuck you. That is dumb. No, I don't need it. And I love it. I absolutely yeah. love Superman as a dad. I love Jonathan Kent. I love him running around with Damien and super sons. It has been so stupid. Good. I love it. They totally turned me around on that one. Absolutely. Good answer, Chase. Always good to hear from you, buddy. All right. Have a good morning. Okay. You too. We're putting this to bed. We're talking bullshit on this show. That is what we do best. Okay. I don't have an emotional barometer. Just so you know, I don't have feelings other than I get hungry and I get mad. All right. And that's where we're at here. I'm turning the ringer back on. We're going to do this. Woo. We were talking before we got interrupted. Before all that happened, we were talking about Odin as a comic book dad. Yeah. I've always loved Odin because he has two sons, one of who are both sons of bitches. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like Thor is a handful and Loki's a handful, but Dad is an even bigger handful. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Thank you for calling Thn Don't cover to cover. <laughs> Caller, who dis? You got to turn your volume down. Randy, Randy, turn your volume down. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, there we go. We were stuck in a time loop for a minute. I could hear my ugly comic book Muppet voice. What do you want to rap yeah, about today? Yeah, that's pretty crazy. <laughs> it's been forever, Randy. How are you? I've been good. Um, I've been deep in uh, 
preparation for a special event coming up at O Comic Con. Oh, do you want to do you want to dish on this, or are you keeping it? I would love to. Let's hear about it. Uh, this coming July fourteenth at two p.m. I have my own panel at O Comic Con. Hey, hey. Cool. that is awesome. Good for you. And I assume you're talking. Yeah. What are we talking about? Uh, it will be called Soundtracks Roll in Nerdy Movies. Nice. Cool. Nice. That is awesome. And we talked about yeah. that often on this show because one of the things that's been lacking in some of the comic book movies that we haven't cared for is a definitive theme for said character, a soundtrack theme. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like Marvel's yeah. been really solid. Like whenever Captain America comes around, the Captain America theme plays and we yeah. love it. When yep. Thor shows up, the Thor theme plays. Yeah. When, when Black we Panther shows up, yep. Kendrick fucking Lamar gets dropped. You know, like cool shit <laughs> happens. <laughs> DC yeah. has not quite figured that out, unfortunately. And they have no the yeah, they best have, they, theme ever. They did it with the Wonder Woman theme though. Man. They did it with when Wonder she, Woman. When she dropped into yes. uh, B versus That's about S. the only theme they've kept because yes. i mean yes they had hints of it in justice league of different themes from various different batmans um because they did the original tim burton batman theme right in uh justice league but it's very faint like you don't notice it very yeah. much yeah it like it sort of came up but they didn't commit to it you're right it was almost there but not there and okay what I was trying to say is it is a damn shame because DC arguably has the greatest superhero theme of all time with the Superman theme. There's no question. Yes. There is no question. And they refuse to do it. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. <laughs> like, it's like if Star Wars was like, that's it. We are never using the Star Wars theme again. It's done. I, oh, and I'm not oh, going to tell you why. Say, it's not okay. Important. So I don't know if any of you have, not enjoyed the movie solo, but I have loved the movie solo. I really like it. I think too. it's fabulous. I think it's a blast to watch. I had a lot of fun with it as well. And I think the score is absolutely amazing. The score kind of threw me, man, because it was so um it was so lighthearted it felt like yeah. you, know, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of the soundtrack to Willow. Ah, okay. Well, it okay. is a Ron Howard movie, right? Exactly, yeah. and it, because it had, <laughs> it had this like, you know, like this. Here we go. We're doing this adventure time thing. Right. And, uh, well, you do realize it it's John Powell. Well, see, but it you know it didn't have like a. I, I expected it to be more like a serious, dark. No. high school oh, no. type of soundtrack See, and it doesn't have that it started it like starts that. like that but then i like because i it, i really took notice of it during the film where i was like this soundtrack <laughs> is uh happy-go-lucky yeah yeah it, it definitely it's a blast it de- okay oh, it started one very thing serious. that you can notice um is that they incorporate different themes from the original star wars trilogy yes like in empire strikes back with the asteroid theme. Yes, that's where that I was going. Really gets incorporated. One of the things that, that I, my criticisms of the film was that it felt you could see where Ron Howard came in and said, "Okay, these other guys got fired. We need to make this more Star Wars. So let's go more George Lucas." And then all of a sudden, the music definitely changed. You got. 
classic Star Wars themes popping up. You got Han's theme. You got the, you know, like the asteroid theme like you were talking about. And that is when I sort of relaxed in my chair and a little bit and went, okay, all right, we're having fun now. You know, like, all right, yeah. now, now I'm back. Now I'm in. It's well, Star and John Wars. Williams only did one theme right. for the film. Right. He only did the adventures of Han Solo and everything else was John Powell. And I've listened to that score probably three times, guys. I mean, it's like I'm still enjoying listening to it because it's just such a blast. Again, can you imagine <laughs> that job when you come in and you're like, OK, we want you to write a Star Wars theme. And, but we want you to do your thing. You do you. But at the same time, we need it to be very Star Wars and, you know, like not full on John Williams. But you know what we're talking about, right? <laughs> like, yep. That would be the hardest job in the world. I mean, seriously. Agreed. You know what I mean? Agreed. And yeah, I thought that I thought the soundtrack was excellent. Yeah. So, so that was, that was my main thing is getting my, uh, idea. The panel is going to be going forward. Um, I've, um, I've got flyers, uh, that are going to be printed up for the panel. Cool. Um, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be probably handed out on Friday. Okay. Reset that time again. Reset the time. When is it? Two. Oh, it's 2 p.m. On Saturday, July 14th. 2 p.m. Saturday, July 14th. Come see Randy yeah. Andrews. He's going to talk some soundtrack nerd stuff. And nobody knows more about nerdy soundtracks than this guy because he hosts a show <laughs> called Soundtrack Alley. And it's fucking fantastic. I've been on it. It's I've great. been on it. It was a fun show. Yes. Everybody go download it. You were on my Conan show. That's right. Well, that's a perfect place for you. Some Basil Poldera. <laughs> Polderas? Polderas? Yes. Basil Poldelladeras talk. Oh man. I love that guy too. Randy, it is always good to hear from you, buddy. All right. Have a good one. All right, man. See you, Randy. Bye-bye. Okay. Phone lines are open. We're back on track. We're having fun. We're talking (laughs) bullshit again. This is where we belong. This is our wheelhouse. Mark Phillips says, I think you know what my favorite part of solo was. (laughs) (laughs) Doing robots. That's what it is. We had that talk briefly. Yes. Yeah, we've covered all of it. Yeah. Mark texted me right after he saw Solo and was like, I got a question. <laughs> Caller, thank you for calling THN. Cover to cover. Who this? Harvey Locus. Harv. How are you, brother? Look at you waking up before two in the afternoon. What is going on? I here? know, man. <laughs> I had to drink early last night to get this in. Good for you, man. What do you want to rap about? Um, I'm calling in the answer of the week. Sweet. Let's talk. Let's hear it. Favorite cover blues. Now, I, I don't know if this one actually counts because it's on the back cover. Does that count? I don't know. Let, let's hear Lay it. Lay it on. Let's, let's, hear, let's it. hear it. Live fast, love hard, die with your mask on. <laughs> it's, from, uh, it's from the Brat Pack. Yeah. That's a good one. That totally counts. Yeah. Yeah. Brat Pack was a great book, too. <clears throat> That's yeah, a, that's it's on the back cover with Dr. Blasphemy there, sitting there with the noose around his neck, hanging himself. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a cover blur. It's on it the works. cover. It's it just works. on the back yep. cover. Yep. Whatever. Yep. Yep. We did not define no. what cover it needed to be on. Right, and this is cover to cover, so I figured they both yeah. count. There you go. Man, look, look, at see, look at you. This guy, had, this guy had, is... Had we said, nope, sorry, doesn't count, you'd been like, oh, I'm sorry. I this guy is going down the inception road my bad. of I, the show. I was trying to play by the rules. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. That's so, a, you guys, are you guys caught up on uh, Cloak and Dagger? Yes, I watched the first two episodes. We haven't. Have we had a third one yet? Yeah, third one's out now on Hulu. Okay, I haven't seen the third one. I watched the first two. I love it. 
I love it. It's amazing. I'm totally it is amazing. In. The I'm one glad. problem I have well, with it, cool. though, follow up with uh, Randy Andrews' call, is they just really are heavy handed with their music. Oh, yeah. They lay music all yeah. the time. There's constantly a song playing in the background, no matter what's going on. And it's like super emo, just like, oh, oh. they're like doing like the Guardians of the Galaxy route where it's. No, like, no, 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 no. Well, no, but I mean. Well, yes. Yes, in That's what I mean. Like, because after Guardians did it, Suicide Squad did it. Right. Like, where it's all like. But this is more like teen soap opera soundtrack. I get it. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's the same idea. But it also works because the show is, it's extremely sappy. And it's extremely yeah. emo, you know, and and I think that's like they're just leaning into it, and I think that's sure. why I like it because that's cloak and dagger. I don't want to see a lighthearted yeah. cloak and dagger story. You know pretty, what I mean? Yeah. Right. It was a yeah, full they, they on emo fun live ever. Cloak and dagger was emo before emo was cool, and then lame, and then cool again. <laughs> 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 All right. Harv, it is always good to talk to you, man. Thank you for your call. You guys. All right. Have, have a good, good one. one. Zach Hollowell was trying to get through, and I would like to get him back on the phone. Dude, wait, Zach, like, you, haven't heard, from, you're you haven't heard from Birthday Dingo yet either, man. Oh, it's Brian Domingo's birthday? Yesterday was. Yesterday was his birthday. Yeah, man. No shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How old is that guy now? He's got to be really old. I don't know, man. He's got to be... He's a dad, so... Yeah. So he's at least 18. Is he an early dad, late dad? <laughs> so he's a, I'm a late he's dad, at least so, 15. Uh, we'll say that. No. <laughs> you can make a mistake at any age. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> There he is. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. Caller, who this? Who's Zach Hollowell? Zach Hollowell? How in the freaking yeah. heck are you? I'm all right. I'm okay. Yeah? You know? All right. Yeah, just hanging out, with, hanging out with the boy, feeding him some food, you know, that kind of stuff. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to you, yeah. Zach. Thank you. Thank you. What do you want to wrap up? Yeah. So, so um, I want to talk about this Chris Hardwick. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Thank ah, you. I was about to leave. I was going to put the headphones. Okay. I'll be back. I'm going to go talk to KB a bit. (laughs) So uh, I've got an answer for best father, best father in comic books. Okay. And he wasn't in the comic for long, but his, I think his role is vitally important to one of my favorite comic book characters, John Custer. John Custer's a good one. Ah, Jesse Custer's dad from Preacher. Interesting. Yes. In the few short years he had with Jesse, he instilled in him all of the virtues that made him Jesse Custer. It's true. Like right up to the moment of his death, he told his son, this is how you live your life. This is what you do. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, first and foremost, that's a dad's job. Yeah. To teach your kid, this is how you live your life. This is how you be a good person. And he did that. You know, in spades. He so. was such a good dad that when Jesse Custer got literally the power of God, he did not abuse it because that's not what his old man would have done. Exactly. He just used it to make people in radio talk shows talk about how they really want cock, <laughs> which is totally a fine use, actually. And they were bad guys. Come on. They were bad yeah, people. They were. <laughs> you you know. just said cock in front of your kid. Yeah, but that kid's like one. That kid don't speak no okay, English. Okay, then that's perfect. Yeah, the kid don't speak no so English. Say worse things. Come on, like you know. Yeah, yeah. Look, look, look. I'm gonna look at my son right now. Hey, guess what? Cock balls. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Not a not a look on his face. Oh. Oh, he's smiling now. He's smiling. Coming yeah, soon, it. the Zach Hollowell yeah. parenting guide. Hey, man. <laughs> yep. All right, boys. I'll keep it short. Have a good show. Later. All right, thanks, buddy. Good to talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's a good one. I forgot about Jesse Custer's dad. He was a badass. Good one. Yeah, that's yeah, a real man. good one. What you got? What's yours? Odin. Cause, oh, that's right. Cause Odin. We're, we're my, rolling towards the end here. Odin was my favorite comic book dad. Uh, uh, mine. Look, I'm just gonna go with 
with King Conan because I loved that Roy Thomas took that angle with the character and like gave him multiple kids. One kid he had a strained relationship with, like, I hate you, dad. Right. And then the other one where it was his favorite son. And then he was like the overprotective daughter, uh, father with his daughter. And I just loved the dynamic of it. I like that uh, he had a daughter, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't go and the he easy route. Such like, a, and he had a son who would grow up to be Monan or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he had such a soft spot for, like, his daughter. He was such a, like... He, <laughs> she had him around his finger. So I really liked that. I guess I just enjoyed it. He may not have been the best dad. He may not have been the worst dad, but I just loved that uh, aspect of that book. Okay. Let's talk blurbs. Blurbs? Let's talk our okay, blurbs. Okay, so I, I'm super mad Joe Patrick left... <laughs> Because mine has to be like the mine is okay. Mine is this man, this monster for like classic great blurb. Well, it's not just a great blurb. It's an amazing cover. Uh, it's like a classic but, Jack so, Kirby. Like my backup for this was um, from Superman's girlfriend, Lois Lane. Okay. Number 81. Oh. Because it makes me laugh. Oh boy. Joe Patrick hates that I keep bringing up the fact that Superman is a fucking dick. Yeah. There's in, a whole in, website. In these, old, in these old books. There's a whole website devoted to covers where Superman was just being an asshole yeah, yeah, to yeah. be an asshole. <laughs> and this one, and in this one, okay, Lois Lane is somehow floating in space connected to a ship. And Superman is snapping her, <laughs> snapping her oxygen cable. <laughs> and it says, no witnesses in space. <laughs> Just like murdering his girlfriend. I love it. <laughs> Jesus, <It's> hilarious. <laughs> no witnesses in space. Yeah, there's a rich history, and I guess it would have been the Silver Age at that point of Superman being a total. No, he was an golden. asshole in every single being one of those covers. Being a total asshole. It was like the Superman books. I don't he was know a hero, why was a they were guy, doing that. To but Superman. in the pages of Lois Lane or Jimmy Olsen, it was either Superman being a total jerk to them, or yeah. them being a complete jerk to Superman. Yeah, that I don't was the other. One. It. I, I, I don't get it. There's the one where Superman is wearing like the headdress and making Jimmy marry female King Kong. Yes. <laughs> For yeah, yeah, they're ridiculous. What fucking reason? <laughs> ridiculous. So, okay, there's a bunch of obvious blurbs and I figured everybody was going to glom onto those. So I wanted to be a weirdo and find one that I loved and I couldn't remember the actual issue, but I knew I owned it and I had to dig through my comics to find it. It's a Punisher War Journal issue. Okay, is this, let me guess which one it is. Okay. Is it, you just rented? Yes. A, <laughs> you just rented a jet ski to the Punisher. <laughs> yes. Kiss that baby goodbye. It is a Punisher on a jet ski with a machine gun. And it's drawn by Jim Lee too, it's right? It's drawn by Jim yeah. Lee. So the cover is just fucking awesome. And yes, I was buying everything Jim Lee at the time. And there's like a sunset and the Punisher <laughs> is on a jet ski and it says, you just rented a jet ski to the Punisher. Kiss that baby goodbye. <laughs> and he's rolling, he's like holding an M60 yeah. in one hand and driving the, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know. The Punisher is pissed. He's in the Bahamas or Miami yeah, they, or something. Yeah. And he is about yeah. to fuck this jet ski up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one. That, yeah. Oh, I totally love it. It's that such a, a great one. one. Yeah. Like, like Black Scorpion said, I mean, I tried to go through the Conan covers, but they're not. They're they're just like tell you what's in the issue. That's right, just it was like, just like the title, the snout in the dark, the title of the story, or the werewoman. You know, like it wasn't. They never did anything fun on those. Well, that yeah, I mean, you know, that just wasn't 
their jam, I guess. But there were so many good ones. Uh, this Man, This Monster, definitely one which has gone on to Spider-Man like... Spider-Man No More. And like, there's another great Spider-Man one I love that is... Uh, Wherever you go, whatever you do, never step on a scorpion. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And it's him fighting the scorpion on the cover. Like, there's such great ones out there. Like, I think, I think that was the strength of Stan Lee, dude, was the, is his cover blurbs because they're just ridiculous. Anyways. I just found one from a Thunderstrike cover. Oh, no. Number five. Oh, no. It's the 90s. They say society stinks. It does. They say politicians lie. They do. They say you can't trust anyone. Maybe. They said heroes are dead. <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> and it's got a picture of the Thunderstrike. And he's like, you know, he was like the new Thor. And he's got like this fucking camera on his head oh, or some God. shit. J.R. Jr. is drawing it. And it just looks awesome. Yeah, this is back when like. It wasn't enough to just sell the comics, you know, because they had your heroes in them. You had to, like, make people look at the cover and just be like, holy shit, I have to buy this book or I'm in trouble. There's an X-Men cover that's listed right after this. It says, if you read only one X title this month, <laughs> this issue must be it, which is hilarious because there was, like, 15 X-Men books right. on the stand at that time. <laughs> the, uh, the, the one on uh, Lobo the Duck is a good one, too. It says something like, a planet he never fragged or something. <laughs> Lobo the duck. All right. I want to thank everybody that called in today, even people that stirred up the shit. I get it. We got to talk about that stuff, and, and we can do that here. It's a safe space. No one's going to fucking scream at you. You know what I mean? Oh, you know what? Hey, wait, wait, real quick. Huh? Did you guys ever talk about, ever talk about Batista getting signed on to play uh, um, the the lead in uh, Body Bags movie that that is getting yeah we briefly touched on okay that. okay I, I guess but no I but remember. but we never really discussed it it was Jason Pearson's Jason Pearson's Body, body bags, bags which is now being called Dogtown by Hollywood they won't call it Body Bags Why? for some reason I Why? don't know but yeah Batista's no okay to be fair though Body Bags is a pretty underground thing it wasn't it, of course I was on it has top a of cult it. like I love it I love yeah, it too yeah. and it was like the story of a dude and his little girl and they're sort of like the Big Daddy Hit Girl type yeah, thing. They're before killers. Big Daddy they're and Hit Girl were killers. a thing. They were murderers. They were assassins. Like they were Latin American assassins. Mm-hmm. She sort of dressed in like a cheerleader outfit. Yeah, panda, yeah. He wore like a singlet and this weird like happy face mask. Yep. And they murdered chain wallet. They murdered the hell out of people. It was super nineties. Yeah. And now Batista is gonna be in the main role. I'm kind of shocked this is coming to you know, movie theaters, but I'll take it. If it even makes it, you yeah. know what I mean? Like if it even makes it. Yeah. It's all still real early. And then the other thing I had written down that, uh, man, okay. So when free comic book day came around and everybody was like, I got this. No one talked about shadow roads. I don't know what shadow roads is. The sequel. Well, not the sequel, but the story, it's a new comic that takes place in the, uh, universe of the sixth gun. Oh, yeah. Shadow Roads. I didn't even know this was a thing. I just, I just got a copy. A friend of mine secured me a copy. It's Colin Bunn. Yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah, and, and Brian, like Brian Hurt, they're both involved in it. Cool. Uh, it's a new artist and everything like that, but it uh, takes place in that world, and I, uh, I don't know. I haven't read it yet, but I, nobody else. I did not even it. know this was a thing. I'm, and that's what I love. Like They did the same thing with The Sixth Gun, where the first issue was a free comic book day issue. Yeah. They did reissue it. When issue two came out, they put out issue one again. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming they're going to be doing this again, because I think the first issue, I think the series starts this month or next month. Okay. But anyways. Fair enough. 
I'm excited. Either way, I love the six gun. I want more of it. Yeah. Thank you to everybody that called in and played along. We appreciate it. Uh, if you can't call in live, you can always send us a voicemail to 402 819 4894. I'm sorry, leave us a voicemail there. Or send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you specifically about the new question of the week. This one comes from Phil Lee via the THN forums. Phil says, Hey, nerds. I played the new God of War video game recently, and I couldn't stop thinking how much more awesome it would be if it were a Marvel's Thor game instead. I dreamt of Thor, perfectly crafted from billions of pixels, wielding Yarnborn first, then the Mace Thunderstrike, and graduating finally to Mjolnir, while fighting epic cinematic battles against his greatest foes like the Midgard Serpent, the Dark Elves. What untapped comic property would you like to see translated into a video game? What game type engine should it be such as a sergeant rock call of duty first person shooter an iron fist tekken-esque tournament oh damn fighter with all the marvel martial artists yes on both maybe an amethyst puzzle game in the vein of bejeweled (laughs) oh my god (laughs) this guy's this is a good question and those are all great answers those are all great answers we're not gonna name anything else because i've got one that i'm working on and uh i'm kind of excited about this question so we want to hear from you video game nerds. In the meantime, have a very happy Father's Day. Have a very happy free role-playing game day. Go to your uh, gaming store, your comic shop. They should be giving away shit. And uh, play some games. Call us and tell us about them. Yeah, man. Yeah. We just started Tomb of Annihilation this week, and it was a riot. It was a riot. We're going to win awards for this. We're doing it on Twitch. Yeah. We're doing it on yeah, Twitch. Yeah, man. Check it out. How we'll, do they follow we'll be it? twitching it. Uh, so Reverse Normals is the channel, okay. uh, John Bunger's channel that we'll be twitching it on. All right. And, so search uh, Reverse Normals. We'll start tweeting it out as we, you know, when we, when we know when we're lining up our dates. Well, and we got to come up with a, a group name for our official Twitter like we always do. Or we, we could just do it under Kinky Wizards. Let's do it under Kinky Wizards. Do, yeah. Well, why don't we use what we already have? We'll use Kinky Wizards. Right, well, let's if resurrect the Wizards. Yeah. If you're following at Kinky Wizards, we will put updates at, there. I think it's the at Wizards Kinky. Is it? Yeah. It's at Wizards Kinky. You're right. At because, Wizards Kinky. Yeah, yeah. Because Kinky Wizards is already taken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at Wizards Kinky on, on the Twitter. Are we going to start? For updates. Are we going to start uh, dedicating the first kill to the Bigglestones again? We even, certainly even could. Even though there's no Bigglestone in the... Maybe, dude, the halfling that your buddy's with, his last name, we never defined. He could be a Bigglestone. He's a Bigglestone. We just did it. It's canon. There's we a, just did it. There's a rich Bigglestone history <laughs> in our role playing. <laughs> I love it. You know what we'll do? Uh, we, okay. So follow us on Twitter and we will pick random Twitter followers and we will give, we will dedicate the first kill of the night to one of our Twitter I, followers. Okay. Dig it. Dig it. Yep. There we go. There you go, guys. And we're not going to forget that we said we're going to do this either. <laughs> we're going to no, do it. No, man. It's happening. No, no. So there, there's all kinds of ways to hang with us, listen to us, see what we're doing. And thank you so much for hanging out and doing it. Uh, we love you guys. We don't have a show without you. We got to get out of here, though. We got real lives. We got free role playing games. We got to play. I'm going to swimming pool. I think before I go play D and D tonight. That so. sounds pretty rad. Take my kid, splash him around. That sounds rad. I might come splash your kid around too, if you don't mind. Gallagher, dude, right up here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right yeah. up the street. Yeah, That's man. Not a bad idea. All right, we're gonna hit the swimming pool for now. <laughs> this two headed nerd <laughs> stripping down to our skivvies to go swimming and signing off. Later's. <laughs>